0: In this episode of Sorta Awesome Plus, we discuss the proper way to headbutt your child, and how Meg's guardian angel stopped her from bleeding out in the driveway. Welcome to Sorta Awesome Plus. It is a collection of unscripted and barely edited conversations about things that may or may not matter but that are often quite entertaining and sometimes mildly offensive. This content is shared in bulk with the Sorta Awesome superstars and occasionally with the rest of the Awesome community. In this way, it is much like Sorta Awesome's weird uncle. We're cautious about which friends we let meet him, but we can't prevent him from showing up at family events.
1: Hello. Hi. (laughs) You sound out of breath.
2: No, I was... That was the nicest thing I could muster. I'm feeling bristly.
1: Because of your beard?
2: Well, that's... Thanks. (laughs) Remember the one time... dude? Really, you remember the one time when you loved me? It didn't last long, but I enjoyed it.
1: It was a while ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The first time we were married.
1: Yep. How are you?
2: Well... As I said, I'm feeling a little bristly. I'm feeling a little challenged. Mm. Let me ask our good friends, the awesomes, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: or whatever you want to call yourself. If you don't like to be boxed in and called an awesome, I can appreciate that. Whatever you want to call yourself. So we just had a, a thing that went down here, and I was already feeling a little edgy. I'm not ashamed of that. I can feel edgy. That's... My right is a strong white woman. Um, (laughs) My kids. Our kids, technically. And specifically yours when they Uh, do things wrong. They have no sense of of spatial respect. Mm. Not that they're like a close talker Mm. or something like that. It's like as an adult adult or authority or whoever happens to be walking through a doorway, they'll just walk like they're completely actually worse than a person that's completely blind because I feel like a person that's completely blind legally, all of that, they use the walking stick. They do things so that they don't act like buttholes and or be in danger. And so anyway, you go to walk through a door and here comes one of them just and they walk right (laughs) right up into you and then they don't move they don't say excuse me they just stand there like i guess this is the end of mobility as we know it
1: well not unlike an npc on a video game right
2: this is true although they've upped that that's a different thing and they've upped it and at least made it entertaining instead of frustrating <laughs> but yeah you're just and so here i am we're we're Trying to hurry and set up. It's it's still overcast. It's dark out, so we had to go get the, the light. And I'm trying to get the light from one room and carry it into the next. And here's a daughter holding the child just in the doorway. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Are you just? Was your plan to run over me? What? Huh? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Ha. I'm sorry. And so yeah, I'm feeling a little bristly.
1: Okay. Who
2: I else has kids that are idiots? Oh.
1: I think many people would raise their hands okay. to respond to that. Yep. I
2: hope so. I hope I'm not. The, I'm just not the the caustic person over here.
1: You're not. I mean, that is a problem. They do get it from me. I also. I'm not even a child, and I just like live in the land of oblivion and frequently do this. They come by. Honestly, I'm afraid to I don't say. No,
2: I've never had this experience with you. Where, really? Where you're just like, no, we've come face to face and then we oh hey ha excuse me ha ha and we've had to do the the doorway tango or whatever to get out of each other's ways. But they'll just stand there indefinitely and, and then either that just stand there and say nothing, or they'll they'll turn sideways and start trying to force their way between you and the two inch gap from your shoulder to the door jam. It's ridiculous
1: It is. We're it raising
2: was... idiots.
1: Well and idiocy is really in stark relief right now. It's high key because we've just we've been together so. much. <laughs> I don't know. We've been together I so long and I so think, so much.
2: I think it's because I've not headbutted any of our children.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
2: If for I sure. do it once, just bam.
1: Um, I think it'd solve it for at least a month. Oh yeah, for sure, at least a month. Maybe six weeks even.
2: I I could affiliate a noise with it. And then even just in the future, make the noise and crazy faces. And they'd be
1: like, run,
2: Dad's doing the thing. (laughs) That's going to happen. It'd be fun. It'd be good for
1: TikTok. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It would be good for TikTok. I mean, apparently anything's good for TikTok. Because we've seen some kind of lame ones that I'm like, why did people bother to do this? But they landed on the For You page, which is a pretty big deal. But there
2: are some really good ones, too.
1: We, last night, Kyle and I, I'm not ashamed to say this. You know, I've been mostly sleeping downstairs to monitor puppy peepees. And
2: all three of them, the two dogs and the Nico puppy.
1: <laughs> Nico's fine with peeing at his diaper. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're on different floors in our house, and we just texted TikToks yeah. back and forth to each other. It was enjoyable. It's, it's a... Okay? It's
2: like we're in junior high and we're dating all over again. It is
1: kind of like that. It really is. It's It's a little flirty. Yeah, we
2: kind of stay connected across the the square footage of our (laughs) ancient haunted bed staircase
1: home. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of haunted. So when... I posted in the hangout group, the main hangout group, asking people to tell their stories of unexplained happenings, Mm -hmm. stories that something happened they couldn't explain. Sometimes it's something simple, like I lost this thing and whatever, or maybe something a little supernatural. More than a few people shared their stories of a sort of angelic or supernatural presence that saved them at the last moment.
2: Nice. Like for real, not like they dreamed it, but a real... No, no.
1: Yeah. Cool. Like... Uh, even as a child, like they were about to fall off the monkey bars and they felt hands guiding them back up. Um, One person, I think one of our superstars, even Tessa was talking about sort of accidentally falling, starting to fall out of the car door while it was driving and being propped back up. Anyway, I was like, those that's guardian angel business right there. I, well, this is a whole different thing.
2: Well, Okay.
1: Catholics have long, long believed and taught the theology of guardian angels, which was all new to me when we came into the church. I mean, the, our culture had a sort of angel moment with like these angel stories and angel blah blah. Yeah, blah.
2: like whenever there's an accident and you jump out and lift the back right. end with one hand of a bus off of children and pull them out from right.
1: But there's a there is a very. Um,
2: Megan did that.
1: <laughs> Not yet, but maybe. Um there is a very
2: <laughs> if school ever opens again, we'll try it.
1: <laughs> Come on, open those schools and yeah. see what happens. Um there is truly a theology of uh the angelic presence for yeah. Catholics. Catholics, I think... We, and it's
2: real. It's not yes. like we have a fun story. No, it's a real thing. You can choose not to believe it or whatever, but it's a real thing.
1: Exactly. So today I was a little bit annoyed with the older children in our family because they were being um, resistant to helping cleaning. So I was like, I'm going to do it myself. So I had Nico in the carrier on my back. You're holding your front. Well, I, I'm holding my straps. These are my straps okay. for my backpack. It's not really a backpack. It's a carrier. But he was on my back. And I had the vacuum cleaner. I was like, I'm just going to to prove a point to no one except for myself. <laughs> I'm going to vacuum these stairs with Nico in the backpack.
2: I feel like you have, hmm, maybe after 20 some years, you've taken on the negative characteristics of me rather than <laughs> the positive <laughs> ones. It feels like a me move it's not the coolest thing you could do
1: well i did it and i had nico in the back in the carrier on my back
2: hey somebody forgot to silence their phone and his sister's texting i'll wait sorry
1: (laughs) and i'm vacuuming the stairs i'm mad too so i'm not like fully like
2: she's beating holes out of the sheetrock back and forth
1: exactly and I lost my balance for just a second on the stairs, which we've talked about. Our stairs—they're problematic. Well, just
2: the ones that you were on the normal stairs.
1: I was on the normal stairs, that not the crazy stairs, but as normal as it gets in our house. Did you levitate? I didn't levitate, but I felt myself lose my balance, and I felt like mm, like I felt something kind of steady me. Was it my own brain, my own sense of balance? Maybe I don't
2: know. Here's the hell of it: if you fall, so on this, on the. The main stairs that that come down that have good stair, bad stair off each side. (laughs) If you fall down that, there's a window at the bottom. (laughs) And it isn't like tempered glass. It's the old school 1920s glass that when it breaks, it turns into knives and swords. And if you made it through that or not, either way, you're going to end up laying in the driveway. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's exactly where it goes out to just straight yep.
2: out into just, the driveway bam, here i am no buffer i'm bleeding out in the driveway where's the tornado somebody kiss my ass or however that goes sorry i got a little excited there
1: <laughs> anyway that was a, a bit like a high point of today i almost fell down the stairs with Nico in the back pack carrier and I did it. And maybe it am very
2: glad that you didn't.
1: I even said, here's the thing. This is how much my relationship, if you want to call it that with my guardian angel is real to me. I speak to him often. And I was like, you've assigned
2: him a gender.
1: I did because one of the best talks I've heard about guardian angels, a priest who is sort of,
2: An exorcist.
1: Yeah, well-known in the world of, like, true, like, old-school Catholic exorcisms, those types of things, was talking about guardian angels. And he just referred to guardian angels as he. I think they're sort of genderless, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah.
2: It really is fascinating, if if anybody's interested in this kind of thing, because even each angel is like its own species. species. Yeah. Fascinating stuff.
1: Yes. Anyway, I refer to him as a he, but I was like, thank you, Guardian Angel, because I just felt like he, or maybe it was Nico's Guardian Angel, we well, over there it. working together Could've and pushed been. me back up the stairs. Yours may have
2: been downstairs thumbing through the Iris whiskeys, and then Nico's <laughs> was like, hold on! <laughs> Who knows?
1: I could see that happening. Anyway, that was a sort of highlight for today. I didn't even know I was going to tell you the story of it, and I don't know what made me think of it, except maybe there's something about the stairs. And so maybe I don't try to prove a point to no one except for myself in the future by vacuuming the stairs in anger with a baby
2: That's on my back. That's the frustrating thing about kids is it's, you know, in that champion moment where you're doing a thing, I'll show them they're oblivious. They're just totally like, oblivious. Just like when you meet them in the doorway and they're like, hey, no, I'm, you know, everyone's in the way. I'm,
1: I'm just going to scoot through.
2: And you just... You need to headbutt him. I think that's the answer.
1: I don't want to headbutt anyone. That feels painful for my own forehead. If you do it
2: right. I played soccer for for a time as a child and learned there is a portion of the forehead that's good for butting things. It has no feeling? It has minimal feeling. Like my earlobes? Well, quite possibly it's your lovely lady forehead.
1: (laughs) Okay, I told you before we started recording I have a really, really, really bad canker sore under my tongue. You told me, not yeah. not them. Not you guys.
2: She didn't tell you before we started recording. No. That would be yet another time paradox thing which seems to be a frequent theme in recent episodes. Maybe we should rename this from the off season to the
1: Alternate season timeline of the
2: Paradox or something. I
1: think we should call it Alternate timeline number
2: one. alternate timeline season one. <laughs> the better universe.
1: <laughs> I like it. Anyway, I have a really bad canker sore. I, I'm almost talked out, so I'm what? gonna. No, not all, not all the way, but okay. I'm Don't gonna, forget,
2: I've known you for a while.
1: Of course, and you've known that I get them a while. Every now and again, I haven't gotten them in a long time. When we were younger, I used to get canker sores all the time, didn't I?
2: Well, she claimed she did.
1: I haven't gotten them in a while, but this one's a real doozy, as they say.
2: Who? Who the hell says that?
1: People. Old people say (laughs) that.
2: Old people. I don't think my mom even says that. I
1: bet she does.
2: She says other things. In fact, one of the things (laughs) (laughs) that she says is that somebody... When they, when they messed up that somebody pulled a boner. <laughs> it's terrible. And how do you tell your mom not to say that? I
1: hate it so much. She's done it as long as oh, I've known
2: her. I feel red-faced. I need a fan. Don't say that, Mom. No one, especially people your age, should be pulling boners and telling people
1: about it. Nope. Don't do that. The first time I heard her, and I mean, I'm telling you, this has been as long as I've known you, which is over, well over 20 years The first time she said that, dropped that casually into a conversation. I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Wait. What? Wait. Hold on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What's you been up to? What's on your mind? What are you thinking
2: about? Oh, my gosh. Well, it rained last night a lot, so there was no yard mowing. And that was really the big between, excuse me, between getting... You know, video edit on a Saturday. Get video editing things done. Get get the product out there for the people. Um, the next point of focus is usually mowing the yard. That's off the table. I'm because of the rain. I feel all disheveled, um, and then I'm deeply, deeply disappointed. Right now, we placed. I'd, I've had been doing some internet searching. Found a T-shirt company that had really impressive pricing looks like they would be amenable to working with someone for designs was hoping hey this will pan out to be a thing for merch merch that's reasonable and
1: Mm -hmm. all
2: of that and so i had placed a test order thanks covid it took like what three weeks oh at least to get the order filled and t-shirts yeah t-shirts and these weren't anything with with sort of awesome art on them. It was just a test of the product itself to see, is it worth going the path? And we'd ordered shirts for the girls, each of them for Meg and for I. And I'm wearing one right now. And I do love the the logo. If you're watching the video, you'll see that. It's wonderful. But the shirts themselves, it's they're weird, man. They're weird. The, the material... I can't even explain it may, is it a papyrus shirt? I don't know. Something weird's going on with the texture.
1: The, yeah, the texture
2: The feel. Strange. The cut is strange. Um, normally, so I, I had followed their sizing chart. Yes. I actually measured yeah. my t-shirts that I like the fit of, all of that, carried it over, ordered their sizing. And I'm not... I'm not against the the width or the circumference of the shirt, but the sleeves. I could fit another half of my arm in there, and I I don't have. I'm not a I'm not a skinny person. I don't have thin little rail arms, and usually a large and sometimes even an extra large will still be relatively snug on my arms. So there's enough room for another half of an arm in here. It's, it's weird. I don't, I don't like it. I'm very disappointed by that. And then one of the shirts that I'd ordered for me, the screen printing wasn't level. It was mildly diagonal across the chest. I'm like, come on, guys. I don't care what kind of a... <laughs> I could train one of my kids that can't walk through a doorway to print it straighter <laughs> than that. So I'm... I'm disgruntled,
1: disgruntled by
2: this. I've got to go back now to the search for better t-shirts because we are we're both working yes. with one of the superstars who is a graphic designer. Um, yep. Really fired up about that. Getting to funnel some business towards somebody that matters to us. Working with them on some logo work, some design work, and then I've got to, I've got to find a good t-shirt provider. And then we will have a t shirt that you would want to wear visually, you would want to wear because of the way it feels, all right. of that. That's the goal.
1: Yeah, it was a bummer because this could have been a great deal, could have been a really affordable merch t shirt. Mm-hmm. Merch is usually expensive. And as we look into the back end of doing things, I'm like, oh, now I kind of see why it gets so expensive. Well,
2: it gets expensive because when you go through a merch company. Yeah the merch company themselves are like one of at least three middlemen between yeah. you and the person who's actually making and printing things. Right. And so we'll find the solution. It won't be as fast as we want. We will find the solution. We will have a great t-shirt that's fairly priced for the quality that it is with some outstanding artwork.
1: Yes, that's right. So
2: We're just not there yet. And I'd hoped that we were. That's my real disappointment is that I thought, resolution was close, but there's still a lot of work left.
1: Okay. But we are working hard for you superstars. Don't forget that. Never, it's true. Never forget.
2: Never forget.
1: Why does this keep coming up? Everybody it comes does.
2: up it's not it feels very disrespectful for those who I know. Were first responders during any disaster, but when Meg and I were in our late college years doing our student teaching. Yeah. There was a young man. He was precious. What was he, seventh, eighth grade? He was seventh grade. Just a precious soul. And yeah. uh, this was long before nine eleven ever happened. And he had
1: it was after the Oklahoma City bombing.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. And so he'd he loved to draw and make very meaningful statement pictures None of it was good, neither the art nor the application of the statement. And that was, that's the humor of it, is that he had done both a a never forget and a stop the violence. And we had no idea what violence yeah. he was talking about. But those, because we both had him separately. We were teaching different classes at the same junior high, high school, and... Yes, young Marcus impacted our lives. So I
1: wonder what happened to Marcus. Quite
2: frequently, we'll
1: never forget, stop the violence!
2: <laughs> it's a good thing to yell. People look at you.
1: That's for sure. They do. They'll look at you. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: I think that maybe is, is it for today?
2: Maybe. If not, we'll talk
1: again tomorrow. We probably will. All right, we'll see you next time. Right. Bye-bye.
0: Some people claim that the best defense is a good defense. Defensive driving is driving to save lives, time, and money. Offensive behavior is described as rude or hurtful. Screaming hurtful language and making rude hand gestures while driving is the best way to be someone's hero today. Do your part.